Kill Me Baby. Baby. Baby, please. Please kill. Kill me. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> that was good. That was good. No, I like that. Uh, welcome to the... Th- is this the 13th? Are we on the 13th? Or is this the 14th? Eh, we're somewhere in the area. We're somewhere in the teens, I think. Yeah. Uh, of the Video Game Choo Choo Anime Podcast, Choo Choo Gotri, Unlimited Trainworks. I'm your host, Rose. And this week, by week, we'll be talking about Kill Me Baby. With me is John. <sighs> Ninja's got a poo poo too. <laughs> <laughs> And Trixie. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Um, that caught me off guard. Yeah, no. All right. Um, so we're here to talk about Kill Me Baby, which hopefully some of you at least watched this month. We certainly did. Uh, mm-hmm. Dubbed and subbed, I think, between all of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we have the full experience to tell you, and the OVA, which I don't think me or John had seen. No, I haven't. Yeah, I, I missed it. I didn't. I didn't end up watching it, but I know y'all did. Um, <laughs> but we have all of this ba- "Kill Me Baby" knowledge. We, if only one of us had read the manga, then we would have everything. But we would have been unstoppable. <laughs> we would have been. Yeah, we would ascend to the next level <laughs> of uh, "Kill Me Baby." Uh, We'd be unkillable, surprisingly. We'd be unkillable. Just like Yasuno, yeah. who is unkillable. <laughs> um, so, Kill Me Baby, just as a little primer for you, is a mm-hmm. anime series that launched back in 2012. It's based off of a manga that ran from, like, I don't know, it was like July, like 20, 2008 or something. It's and pretty it's good. It's still ongoing. Yeah, it's still going. Wait, wait what? Yeah. Oh, John, you didn't Holy know? Sh- no, I didn't. What yeah. the fuck? It's in um, fucking what is it like, manga time, manga time or something? It's called manga time. That's all I remember. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, you just made me so happy tonight. Thank uh, you. Well, well, let me let me let me credit this. It's it's by Kaduho, um, who I, I has Kaduho done anything? I know they had another series. But nothing that I remember. Yeah, I can't remember anything big. Um, but they made Kill Me Baby, and that's all you need to make to be worth something in this podcast. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, you know, John. Yes. Do you want to talk about Kill Me Baby? Because I know you love it the most, probably out of all of us, right? I always do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead, John. Tell us more about Kill Me Baby. I, I don't know why, but, like, Kill Me Baby is just the kind of show that is very fun to... I almost want to say shove on to people, but that would make it seem like it's something bad. Yeah. It's incredibly weird, and I feel like it's abrasive, but once you get in into the groove of it, you just end up loving it. And everyone I've shown it to, like, you all... And some other folks that I've shown it to, they've walked away from it being pretty big fans. And they're just, it's, it's something that I just love to watch with other people. Um, it's the kind of show that's just like a, like a watch and goof about show, I guess. Um, yeah. 
it's 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 really dumb. It's so. All right, I guess I'll I'll introduce the four characters. The four, uh, well, the three main characters and the one other character. Um, there is uh, Yasuna, who is this brown-haired. Uh, I think they're all high schoolers. So, brown-haired girl who is just like the kind of ganky, like excitable, like always trying to start some sort of adventure girl, um, and her quote-unquote best friend is named Sonia who is the blonde girl who I guess is a an assassin from I don't know if she's supposed to be like European or American but she's just like a foreign assassin and there's not really a reason why she's an assassin it's just her job and she's really good at it uh, it's rarely acknowledged like actually I mean, it's acknowledged every episode. Well, yeah, but, like, like, she doesn't, like, execute on it at all, really. In they, uh, like, they, like, they like to tease us Yeah, her, uh, her yeah. actual skills. Yeah, like, you know, she knows a lot of, like, holds, and she chokes Yasuna a lot, and will throw knives at her and shit like that. <laughs> I saw a YouTube video while I was watching this, because we watched it on YouTube, um... There was a YouTube video that kept popping up in the recommendations that was like, every time Yasuna is physically abused and killing baby or something, I was like, whoa! <laughs> she gets her shit pummeled. She deserves it, honestly. She does, though. Yeah. Um, and then the third character is Agiri, who is the purple-haired girl, and she is a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> um... She is super lackadaisical. Um, everyone makes jokes about her being stoned because she might as well be. Um, and she's just constantly trying to like offload shitty ninja merchandise onto the other two girls. And uh, like sometimes it kind of works and sometimes it doesn't. But she's just this weird enigma that just shows up at times and will be like cloning herself or appearing behind them out of nowhere. And it's just, it's very funny. And then there is a fourth character in the show, um, (laughs) who is literally just the unused character. And she's just this red haired girl that shows up after everything else has already happened. It's just, the joke is just that she doesn't actually exist in the show. It's very weird. I really like this description of her on the wiki page for Kill Me Baby. That is a redheaded and green-eyed character with no name, supposed to be part of the main cast, but was dropped as Yasuna had supposedly taken on all her personality traits. She has since <laughs> vowed revenge against Yasuna and Sonia. <laughs> oh, that's good. There's also like an old guy who's just constantly in the background and is just old. And uh, and the narrator. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of narrators that just say shit like the next day and one morning and shit like that. All um, of those uh, narrators are done by two voice actors, uh, one guy and one girl. That explains uh, it. Which is quite it's amazing just, considering it, their ranges. It, it, it is quite amazing, but they also will like just go through a bunch of different weird-ass voices, and some of them are pretty funny, and some of them are just like, alright, you're trying to do some like really shitty like accent, and it's it's either like, sometimes it's a little like, eh, you're getting kind of close to being a little racist here, and then some of them are just like, okay, you're just doing a really shitty French accent, and this is kind of funny, so sometimes I don't know. It's, it's, it's stupid. Sometimes it sounds extremely horny for... No good reason. <laughs> it does, yeah. Oh, all right. So, so that out of the way. Um, 
description. You know what Kill Me Baby is now. And uh, let me tell you, I love Kill Me Baby. It's great. I watched it years ago because my girlfriend Natalie sent me the ending one time. She was like, I'm watching this anime. It was really good. This ending. And I was like, whoa. And I watched it. I was like, oh, shit, this is really good. And then we watched all people try to do the dance, like for like a week or something it was great uh i watched it then didn't watch it again until now but i really like it it's still great it's still a nice comedy it's still like it's like a meaner nichijou kind of that's how i think of it yeah like it's it's very just like lackadaisical and like the characters just kind of hanging out and doing dumb shit but then it just has this layer of oh sonya also just wants to straight up murder Yasuna yeah. constantly. And who can blame her? Because Yasuna is a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Sonya's a little mean, though. Sonya's Sonya mean. Sonya could stand to be a little more patient. And, I mean, you know. Gary's also kind of... Everyone in the show really has some personality uh, issues. Gary has some real fucking issues. I, <laughs> Man... <laughs> I think it's the. I don't know if it's, it's. I don't think it's the last episode, but the second to last episode, I think, where I, it, like Yasin was like, "Help me with this bear," and Agiri's like, "All right, give me money. I'm going to put oh, yeah. this screen up." <laughs> and then she puts the screen up to be like, "You can't see the bear now; it's gone." And then the bear <laughs> just like kills them. She's like, "Bye." <laughs> She's a motherfucker, but that's what makes her so charming, and why everyone loves her. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think Agiri is like far and above. Like, I love all the characters in the show, but Agiri is just like top tier. Like, one of my favorites. She's so goddamn funny, just appearing out of nowhere to be like, "Hey, girls, who wants to buy this ninja technique?" And they're like, "What's the ninja technique?" And she's just like, "It's a water ninja technique." And then she like takes out a scroll and will just like pour water out of it, and it's just like, "Oh, it's actually a water bottle." There you go. That's what it is. <laughs> the most horrifying one to me was the one where it was like she had that like body whatever where you stack the boxes up and then she God. appears or whatever yeah. and then they put it in the wrong order and then you just hear like like a scream and it's like, oh my God, what happened? That was the second to last episode. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. You don't just hear a scream. You definitely hear some like <laughs> like some like fucked up like creature noises because <laughs> they like stacked her wrong and it's just like, yeah, well, that's what happens. I really like that they show uh, her ninja techniques even less than Sonya's assassin techniques. <laughs> yeah. And yet she's still very much a ninja. Yeah, they, they show it just enough where you're like, she's got some sort of, like, abilities, but they show it not enough for you to be like, is she actually a ninja or is there just, like, some other weird thing that she does and she's just kind of riding off of that? Like, maybe she just has a lot of technology. Maybe she's just got, like a lot of twins that she doesn't care that lives or dies like i guess if sonya thinks she's a real ninja then i guess <laughs> she has to be uh, yeah. yeah if it was just yasuna then it's like all right yasuna will believe anything but if sonya <laughs> believes it then i believe it yeah so yeah i i love this show um so the one the one thing though this was absolutely a rewatch um, 
I remember the first time I watched it was a few years ago, and it was explicitly because I was in a Discord call with uh, some of the folks from Chooch, and we were like imposing Watch Mojo videos on each other, just trying to find like the oh, worst no. Watch Mojo videos. Oh my god! And one of them was the worst anime openings. And we were, like, you know, just watching it and clowning on all of it. And then they played the Kill Me Baby opening, and I was just like, no, no, that was the best one. What are you talking Kill about? Kill Me Baby. <laughs> and so as soon as I saw that, I went out of my way to find Kill Me Baby. And by went out of my way, I mean I typed it in on YouTube, and I saw that someone has been keeping it uploaded on YouTube. No matter how many times it gets copyright strikes, that same person keeps re-uploading it, and I think they just eventually gave up. So it's all on YouTube. <laughs> well, you know what? That, that gives me a good opportunity and to talk about something that happened with Kill Me Baby, uh, which is that the voice actress for uh, Agiri, uh, who is Ai Takabe, uh, she got in trouble for carrying a very small amount of cocaine. Mm-hmm. And uh, Japan, as we've seen recently with uh, not exactly anime news, but the, the game Judgment had that same exact thing happen recently. Japan doesn't take too kindly uh, to no. that sort of thing. No. Or at least I should say Japanese businesses don't take too kindly to that sort of thing. Mm. Um she was immediately removed from uh, all of the show's credits on, like, the website and stuff like that when it happened. And they also removed Kill Me Baby from all streaming sites. You can't buy it physically, stuff like that. Like, and I think that's still true today. Yeah. I think it's on Verve now. You think it's... You think? I didn't see it when I was looking, but I wouldn't be surprised if High Dive got it or something. Because mm. the same thing happened with Wandering Sun as well. Um, That's not on Crunchyroll anymore. Uh, I don't know if uh, Aoi Hana is also uh, taken down from stuff, but she was in that as well. Damn. Alright, I, I checked on because.moe, which is actually a really good uh, way to find out uh, what is on and what is not. Uh, like, where things are streaming. Uh, it is on High Dive. All right. Hey, well, that's nice. good. Because for a good while, they had removed it from, like, everywhere. And they definitely removed her accreditation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Fucked up, you know? I think we've talked about yeah. it enough on these very various shows, but... Damn. Agiri really was right. stoned. But yes, yes, she was stoned. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I'm... It's 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 a shame, but at least now it's available legally. And also, uh, that random person on you, I I legitimately hope that us talking about this doesn't like get them in trouble because, like, honestly, God bless them for just keeping it up <laughs> all true, these years. A true hero. Someone out there just really fucking loves Kill Me Baby and wants everyone to watch it with them. And you know what? Good. It is the dub though, so if you are uh, dub adverse. <laughs> Dubphobic. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think the subs might also be on there. Uh, I think they are. But, I think I saw them. But yeah, I just watched the dub because I, I I legitimately like the dub. It it sound it, it's it's a, it's kind of a shitty dub in a way that like. It's but it just, works. Exactly. Like the fact that it's kind of just like these like of like three or four ladies just doing these really like almost crappy high pitched voices makes it work because it's just like yeah you know that's what they that's what they, what they would sound like 
and we did watch a subbed episode. We had to watch a subbed episode because I think uh, I think one of the one of the dubbed episodes on YouTube wasn't actually there. Um, and I mean, honestly, it basically sounded the same. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know if it's true or not, but a Gary's voice actress in the English dub absolutely sounds like the Shadow People in Utena. Like, <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear? God that if yeah. you've ever seen that yeah like it sounds exactly like that um yeah trixie what did you think kill tell me oh. kill me baby thought is this your first time watching it i can't remember yeah it, it is. was oh tell me it's, i need to know yeah uh, i really loved it uh it's i i'm a sucker for slapstick uh and that sort of thing so this is pretty much my jam uh i think my only actual issue with it is that some of the humor seems like weirdly timed or not executed well. There's a lot of shots where just nothing happens after a joke is said. Almost like, you know, did you get the joke that was said? Um, yeah. Which is, if it, it feels kind of weird considering how fast-paced the show wants to be. Absolutely, yeah. just grinds to a halt sometimes. But, uh... It definitely improved as it went on. Uh, the winter episode, I think, had the my favorite humor in the entire show of just uh, slapstick, uh, throwing icicles and snowballs at each other. Uh, also, Yasuna dreaming fucked up. Uh, <laughs> especially, like, the magical girl bit. Uh, that joke with her uh, swapping a Gary and Sonia at the end of whatever episode that was was absolutely my favorite joke of the whole show. Can I just say, that part was funny, but I forgot about it. I forgot about the that segment, and it knocked me the fuck out of my seat yeah. when it said, Baby, please, Milky, on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, as man. soon as I, as soon as I saw that, I because I put the, I I put these episodes in the chooch side tube. We watched this in the side tube. <laughs> it was fun. When that happened, I had to pause, and I was just sitting there going, "Wait, wait, 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 wait!" <laughs> like I fell out of my fucking chair. It was way too much. It was it was good, and 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 then I I got back up in my seat. I composed myself, and I said. Well, now I know what we're going to call the episode of Future Gotry. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, my God. Do I want to be associated with Baby Please Milky? It's a little too late for that now, Rose. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh. Um, I, I, I love this show, though. I highly, yeah. highly recommend it. It's just a lot of dumb fun. It really is, and you know... If you're a lesbian out there, or you enjoy lesbian content, this is a dynamic that I think most of us can get behind. Also, Sonia just sounds like an assassin Kobayashi to me, and I know that's oh, because yeah. they have it's to say because it's Kobayashi, yeah. But it's it's yeah, she's just assassin Kobayashi. It's good. I remember um, that was the thing when Kobayashi Dragon Maid came out. I was just like, oh my god, is Sonia Kobayashi? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it was, yeah, it took some getting used to. Um, 
was good. All I can think about is the dub now. This is my first time seeing the dub, and I think this is my preferred way, honestly. It's just like... It, it captures, like I, like we said, like it really captures that energy of the chaotic, like, not giving a shit that I feel like really encapsulates this show really yeah. good. That's the ethos of that show. Um, yeah, and, and if the show definitely has, like, a lower budget, maybe, like... During the main show, it you can't tell that much. It's just like it, it uses its budget how it needs to, but it they like use the same music over and over, and you end up kind of just loving the music though, because the end of the yeah. episode, they're, they're always like walking home, and then there's that like. Honestly, the music in the show kind of rules. God, just like the theme of a Geary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think about that God. always. That that just that just backs up how great she is. Like, cause you just hear that song, and you're just like, oh, here we go, some <laughs> shit's gonna go down. <sighs> but one thing I think we need to talk about, though. Yeah, Rose, you did not see it. Yeah, I didn't see the OVA. There's the OVA, the extra episode. Tell tell, tell me tell me of it. Spoil me, ruin ruin. My exp- no, I, I'm not, I'm joking. Just tell me. I, I want to know. Let me just say that the original show has it feels like it has a low budget the ova feels like it was made by for like a hundred dollars yeah i mean it only had a dvd release so i guess that's understandable but it's still like it is hilarious though how like low quality it is the the models barely move they like don't like the backgrounds are barely drawn in even less so yeah, there, there's w- one part of the episode is just like this weird, like, Agiri doppelganger uh, scene. Yeah. And it's so shittily drawn and animated. It's like 100% funnier, though, because of that. I, like, yeah, I feel like they did um, one on purpose, if anything. Just the, the fucked up, like, squinty eyed Agiri with, like, the fucking, like, weird, like, weirdly drawn <laughs> eyes and sh- like her, that's like fucked. Bat. Okay, I've seen that, and that's fucked. It's incredibly fucked up, but I love it. Like the picture with her with the baseball bat, where she's like, like <laughs> oh Samantha, no, like, God, it's really good. The first half of that OVA is uh, Yasuna trying to hide an alarm clock she broke from Sonya, and <laughs> they barely move in that as well. <laughs> they really don't. It's super good. That God. sounds good. I should I should probably try to watch this. <laughs> also, she yeah. tries to uh, show off her, what was it, karate skills or something by chopping concrete. Yeah. It's it's good. If you like Kill Me Baby, then of course you'll like the OVA. Yeah, like the jokes are still there. The jokes are still awesome, but there's just this extra layer of how like poorly animated it is that <laughs> honestly makes it funnier. Should we uh should we do questions now? Yeah, yeah, I'd l- yeah. go for it. You're yeah. you're our questions, right? Or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. put you I'll, in charge I'll, of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll do I'll do the kill me baby questions here. Um first one is from Anonymous. Uh what do you think the budget of all of Kill Me Baby was? Ballpark estimate, like five hundred bucks <laughs> total? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That ending is like a million dollar ending, that's what I think. Well, they did have to hire a choreographer to do the dance in real life, so that was part of their budget, at least. 
Yeah, I, I'd I'd say probably probably like at least a thousand dollars. Come on. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. come on. A thousand five hundred for the main show. <laughs> and then, and then 50 cents, fifty cents, and, some, yeah. and whatever, clip. whatever leftover money they had from buying lunch for everyone. Uh. Like, oh shit, we got into the OVA. Uh, <laughs> do you think we could? Do you think someone could like skip lunch today? No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> They're not moving in this scene. <laughs> oh, that's fine. It's just for the DVD. No one's gonna watch it. <laughs> Alright, uh, we have a three-parter opinion here from Harlequin Wheels. Uh, dude sent in, sent in a lot of words about Kill Me Baby. Um, I mean, it's not really three parts, just it's three parts in the Tumblr asks, so I kind of have to scroll a little here. Um, alright, uh, I had a blast watching Kill Me Baby with a choose chat. A cool and neat place to hang out over at thegamezone.zone. Yeah, I just really plug it. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Now you're he getting wheels it. to do it. He Poor little it. innocent wheels. <laughs> I didn't tell him to do that. Okay. And if there ever was a top ten for shows to just hang out and commentate over, this would be up there. The entire show just feels so mid two thousands. I watched it over the past month, and I'm like nostalgic for it now because it feels like I saw it in middle school in the form of two forty p three part YouTube videos. Which is Damn. Extremely true. <laughs> That's like it has such a like old school like early aughts anime appeal to it. That is absolutely true. Um, continued here, the show gets a lot of mileage out of Yasuna and Sonia's dynamic, which it kind of has to since the large majority of the show is just those two interacting. We're a more vanilla schoolgirls slice of life show and introduce a new character or two halfway through. Komi Baby says, "Here's Yasuna and Sonia, and if you're lucky, I'll give you a little bit of a giri, and that's it." There is a fourth character, but they don't exist. And then Wills also says, please talk about the fucked up OVA if you haven't yet, which we did, don't worry. <laughs> um, also, overall, though, I thought that it was a fun watch and probably the closest thing I'll ever get to recapturing the feeling of watching Lucky Star for the first time. Uh, and then, on, honestly, um, honestly, th- this, this is kind of a separate question, but I'll ask it now. Uh, wouldn't it be extremely fucked up if they made, like, a 2019-ass Lucky Star Brotherhood and Konata had a smartphone and talks about Fate Go and cosplays as <laughs> Oh, oh they no! They would do that. You know they would. Oh, no. <laughs> also, what's a scene in the show that has given you the most mental whiplash? Or, I guess this is just in general, but, uh... So, do, so, do you want to put it later? Do you want to bring revisit that, or do you want to okay. just do it now? Okay, we can okay. revisit that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, how fucked up would it be if there was a Lucky Star Brotherhood? <laughs> that would be fucked up. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, Fruits Basket Brotherhood exists now, so I guess not that fucked up. <laughs> I mean, Lucky God. Star was a show of its time. Yeah. I, they would have to do a lot of. Uh, do you think like fucking like? Do you think they would say a woo? And stuff like that. Because, like, they would do, like, ASMR parodies. I'm 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 gonna fuck you up right now, Rose. They wouldn't say a woo. They would say umu. Oh, Oh, God. I'm just thinking, because, like, I don't... And the reason... There would be... There would be an episode. There would be a fucking episode. You listen to me right now. There would be a fucking episode where Konata would be arguing with someone over who the best saber face was. Oh, no. Fucking yes. guarantee you. Mm-hmm. 
And she would want Nero because she would just be like, she would talk about how the butt cleavage was great. See, I feel like that would be the new Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei if they made any one of those. That's what I where I would see that. But I crossover. I, yeah, crossover. yeah, great. That sounds great. Let's do yeah. <laughs> Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei X Lucky Star 2019. God, let's do Ooh. it. That's too much. The world deserves this. It doesn't need it, but it deserves it. <laughs> Damn, damn, you know what? True words have never been spoken, John. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, Anonymous asks, or states, opinion here, um, Rewatching Kill Me Baby made it much more obvious how much of a budget show it is, more so in an endearing way. Some segments feel incredibly phoned in, but all in all, it's hard to feel negatively about the show. Yeah. That's yeah. basically how I feel there. Um, let's see here, uh... Mighty Mighty Boston's uh, says, Not really a question or opinion, but I felt like I should let you all know that ever since watching the English dub of Kill Me Baby and hearing Aguirre's VA enunciate, enunciate the line, Girl, ninjas got a poo poo too. <laughs> my life has not known peace. Whenever I try to sleep at night, her voice assaults my dreams and I awake in a cold sweat. Oh. Good lord. Uh, Anonymous asks, if you could recast Kill Me Baby with the cast of Chujigatari, who would be who? We, we determine yeah. this, right? Yeah, Trixie yeah. Zagiri. Yeah, we, we determine this. Uh, you're Sonya Rose, yeah. and I would be Yasuna. <laughs> <laughs> Except instead of, like, wrestling holds, they just say, like, hey, John, how about Hexmaniac? <laughs> the difference would be is I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> That's uh. fair. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Anonymous asks, "How much weed do you think Gary smokes a day?" Yes. Oh. I, w- I I'm gonna say like three bowls, and then she still has room for edibles later. Honestly. Like she's a wild animal. Where do you think that money she gets from selling? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why do you think she's so desperate to sell them? I almost, I, I like, I almost feel like she doesn't need to smoke weed. I feel like she's just like constantly high. That's just like, oh, like she ascended. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like how Mick Jagger's blood is just alcohol, or so they say. Gary's blood is just weed. <laughs> She became one with the plant. Listen, there is so much art of Agiri smoking weed or like having like a marijuana leaf in her hand. <laughs> there's, like, there's, there's only one dank Agiri shirt. So. It's true. There is only one and you are now the happy owner of it. Yeah, I bought it because I knew I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah, Tri- Trixie, tell us about the dank Agiri shirt, please. <laughs> Can um, this be it's... our picture for the episode? Is that shirt? God, uh, I'll send a picture later. Uh, <laughs> it's very comfy. Uh, Gary's eyes are colored in red uh, to make her look like she's high. It looks poorly done, much like uh, the show itself. <laughs> Good. I'd it's, uh, nothing less. It's my prized treasure now. <laughs> Good. Uh, let's see here. Anonymous asks, If you could name the unused character, what would you name her and why? Hmm. 
question mark? <laughs> Damn. Huh? I would also make them be named like Aguirre. <laughs> or like I'll have them be named like Yasuna also or something like that and it can no. be like really tragic just like oh. it's like Devil Man right it's like the same thing with Devil Man Crybaby where it's oh. like give her even more of a complex don't do <laughs> well that's what her entire character is I is know, a complex it's, just, it's still sad yeah let's make it worse oh. that kind of begs the question of how Yasuna even dreamed of unused character in her dreams yeah don't worry about it <laughs> oh boy. Um let's say her name should be uh Yaso I It'd be like a combination That's of great. all names. Yasoag. Yasoag, yeah, Yasoag. <laughs> Famous Eldritch monster. <laughs> <laughs> Yasoag. There you go. That's I mean name. She would be an Eldritch God if she was part of the main cast. She would be a God. One of the best jokes in that show is unnamed character begging God for help and then God just appearing and raising a sign that says, give up. <laughs> what a good show. What a good ass fucking show. show. Oh, I'm glad we had this. I'm glad we had because I feel like with the, like, Monogatari last month, you know, we were like, Oh, this is good, but damn, could be better. And then this is just like a good time. All of us are like, hell yeah. <sighs> yeah, like, like, like you know, I, I know that you already watched it, Rose, but like for like other people that I hang out with, like Trixie, I'm like so glad that like I kind of introduced you to this. And then like I watched it with wheels. Like I basically just watched it with wheels because, you know, he's in Chooch Chat and we just watched it together. And it was just, like, super fun to just sit there and, like, react to it and talk and make jokes and crack wise and just have a good time. Like, it was just, it's, it's such a fun show to share with people. And, you know, everyone else that watched it with us, I'm, I'm glad you watched it with us and I hope you all had a good time. Yeah. Can you believe that this and Nichijo uh, were aired in, like, this, a year's time of each other? What a year. Yeah, Nichijou is April 2011. This was January 2012. Damn. So much power. And the Danganronpa animates. <laughs> oh, well, boy. Oh, wait, that was 2013. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Yeah, that was the year for bad anime. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We, we, got one, we got one last uh, request here uh, for the Kill Me Baby section. And this one is from Solon uh, from the site. Can we hear your best, baby? Please kill me. <laughs> we gotta go around. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I can do it. Okay. Baby, please kill me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Trixie, do you want to go ahead or? I'll I'll give it my best. <laughs> baby, please kill me. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Oh, baby, please kill me. I think we all got it. We really did. <laughs> the range. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All right. I think it's time to go on to the regular anime, Rose. What do you say? All right. Yeah, sure. That sounds good to me. Whew. All right. Kill Me Baby's good. I'm just, you know, I'm having a good time. All right. You know, I haven't watched that many anime this week. I've, I'm watching some of the weekly ones, but, like, mm -hmm. 
there's not much to say yet, I think. I think we'll be having a lot of... I, it's the sort of thing where, you know, like, now, now we've done this for, what, three anime seasons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Where it's like, alright, like, we're gonna have most of our opinions at the beginning, <laughs> and at the end, or if some fucking bullshit happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I, I only have, like, a few shows that I want to talk about, so why don't we start with getting it out not to say that i'm getting it out of the way but john what's the pokemon yes. update because i saw some initial d shit happened or something i kept seeing people screen cap a weird james <sighs> yeah it's okay so we got to do the two episodes you know we got to do that um, okay the past two episodes were um they were kind of stupid i'm not gonna lie i didn't really enjoy them that much um so the first of the two episodes, um, the the whole group was still in, I don't remember the town's name, but it's the town that's like kind of based on Johto. Even though they kept saying that it was based on Kanto, which was really confusing, because I'm like 90% sure in the game they said like, oh yeah, this is Yeah, it's supposed Johto. to be like Goldenrod or whatever. Um, it's kind of more supposed to be like Ecratique. Like it's, it's this. Oh, like that's this, what I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause it looks like a more like in like a, like a older style Japanese like village. And that's what Johto is. Like it's, it's, it has like its modern areas like Goldenrod and all that. But a lot of Johto is more like old style Japan. And like, that's what made it different from Kanto. Cause Kanto is more like. You know, more like a mountainous area, but a little bit more modern. Um, but they kept calling it Kanto. I think they might have just done that because they wanted to have a joke where they were all like, isn't this how Kanto is? And then Ash goes, I'm from Kanto, and it's not like this. And they're like, wait a minute, what? Because that was in the episode, and that was like, okay. Um, everyone's a ninja uh, in the in the gym, because they go to the gym. And uh, everyone's a ninja, and the the main dude who just talks like Naruto, and by talks like Naruto, I mean he just he literally says "believe it" at the end of every sentence, uh, is there, and there's some other ninjas there, um, and then they're like, "Okay, to get through this gym, you have to complete these tasks, and then at the end, you can fight our chief." So the tasks are just like, like the first task is, "Oh, you have to cross this water." And they just do it like there's like they're supposed to do it with those like ninja, like water shoes where they like stuck the like big wooden like barrel toppers on their feet and then they walk across the water. But then Lily just freezes the water and they just walk over it and then the ninja's just like yeah you're allowed to do that whatever. So then they go upstairs and there's like one guy who's like hey why don't you eat all this food. And they're like, okay. And then they eat the food, and then they're like, "Is what, was that the challenge? And he was like, yeah, we just wanted you to eat some of the local food, because it's nice. But then, like, two of them went, oh, well, I want to keep eating, so we're not going to keep going. And I was like, wait, is this seriously what they're going to do? They're going to, like, shave off people from the group in this really stupid way? And they totally did. Because um, then the next part, because uh, they, they lost Sophocles and Mallow there, because Sophocles... Sophocles is fat, so he likes to eat. Isn't that funny? Uh, Isn't that uh, humor? Real good humor there. And then Mallow stayed behind because she was like, I want to learn all the ingredients because she's a cook. So she stayed behind. Um, and then they went up the next floor and um, the, it was it, they had to do like a ninja star challenge. And 
they had to throw shuriken into targets and everyone did it except for lily and lily almost killed someone because she threw she accidentally threw the shuriken at people so she was like well i gotta stay behind because i fucked it up so she stays behind so it's ash kaiki and uh lana left and they go up the next floor and kaki does the does the uh does the, it's like this like obstacle course challenge it's it's basically like a fucking uh like like ninja warrior thing where they have to like run across a bunch of shit and like dodge a swinging like tree or whatever and kaki does it and then ash tries to do it but he does it really fucked up and he like breaks it like he throws his meltan up at the like it, it's like a it's like a wrecking ball that like flies at them and they have to like drop down and dodge it but instead of dodging it ash throws his meltan up on it and the meltan like eats the fucking like chain that's holding the wrecking ball and it falls down and it destroys the obstacle course solana's just like well i can't go through so i have to stay here so they just knock everybody out in all these stupid ways so it's just cocky and ash and they go up to fight the chief and he's a rock star guy instead of a ninja for some reason. Um, and so then, okay, yeah, based on Kanto instead of Johto. I I guess it's fucking weird, but so they so Kaki goes first and he like loses immediately, um, and then Ash goes ahead and starts to fight, but then like. He uses his Rowlet, and then the Rowlet starts getting his ass beat, and then Meltan gets, like, upset about it, and, like, starts eating the guy's costume, and the guy's like, oh, well, I fucking hate this thing, I wanna, I wanna beat it up now, I'm gonna make this a double battle, so he sends out another Pokemon, he's, like, a dragon-type trainer, so he has, um, at first he has a, I don't remember what the Pokemon's called, but it's the two-headed dragon, uh, that's, like, the evolved form of Dino, or whatever that's called. again. Drudigan, yeah. Well, I think Drudigan's the last... The <laughs> no, last that's Hydrogen. I know so my shit. Woo! There's no need for you to be like that, Rose. I'm sorry. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of Pokemon, okay? Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah, okay, so yeah, it's a Drudigan. No, wait! I think Drudigan is the one with the red head, right? That's the redhead Pokemon? Is it Zwyless? Yeah, Because yeah, it's Zwy. No, right. Because... Yeah. yeah. Die Zwy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so yeah, I think it's Dwyless. Yeah. Zwy, Zwy. He does Zwy. have a... Yeah, yeah Zwy. <laughs> he does have a Drudigan, though. I don't know other languages, okay? Don't. It's fine. He does have a Drudigan. And so they fight, and then I think Ash wins somehow. I don't really remember, because I, I, was, I wasn't really paying attention. Um... And then he wins, and then he gets, like, a shitty, like, badge, and then they go home, and that's it. Um, that episode kind of sucked. Because it was basically just them coming up with excuses for reasons why they didn't want the other characters to fight. Because those other characters fighting would have been actually interesting, you know? I would have wanted to actually see maybe Lily fight, or Lana, or someone else who isn't the two boys that always fight. That might be cool pokemon anyway the second episode was uh also pretty boring um it was about sophocles and usually those episodes are pretty boring unfortunately i don't hate sophocles but his episodes are usually pretty boring 
but this one is, um, it's kind of a retread of an earlier episode, which makes it even worse. Because there was an episode a while ago about him racing his, um, I don't remember what the Pokemon's fucking called. Uh, what's the pre-evolved form of Volt? Man. I'm, Fuck if I'm grubbing. Chargebug. Yeah. It was about his Chargebug racing. And then this episode was about his Volt racing. And so it was okay. just like, okay, that's that's the same thing. <laughs> um, but they did uh, he he like they strapped like a VR helmet onto the Vikavolt so he can like it was really fucking weird he like Sophocles was like in like a VR chamber where he was like sitting on top of a Vikavolt like like standee or something so it was like now you can experience how it feels to ride a Vikavolt without actually riding on it because it's like four foot eleven and you'd probably squish it if you did that um even though it's kind of big for a bug um and so they did that um and he's racing against the stuck up like rich boy that he's a rival with who has the shiny uh used to be a charger bug but now it's a vika volt um and that just reminded me that i want a shiny vika volt because the vika volt is like the vic viper so that's probably gonna be the next pokemon i try to shiny chain um but that's besides the point the point is that the episode is kind of boring because it was just them like racing and then team rocket shows up and they uh try to catch all the vika volt um and that's why james was doing the initial d vo- or, uh, face because he was uh, also racing and i someone on twitter told me that uh, i guess james's uh voice actor is also the main dude from initial d's voice actor oh okay i could be wrong or they could be wrong so i don't I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm I'm gonna trust them and say yes. Um, but you know, they make they make jokes like that pretty often. Like there, there's been jokes. Uh, like one of the better jokes was there was a joke um, where uh, Jesse was trying to be an actress, and they showed like all of the roles that Jesse's voice actress uh, played in animes. Like it was Jesse like dressed up as all the different characters that she plays. Oh, that's good. Which is really good, but the best part, though, is that when they translated it to uh, America, they they did that same joke, kinda, except uh, because, like, her most famous role other than Jessie is Lena Inverse in Japan, uh, they actually got Lena Inverse's uh, U.S. actress to just, just for that, like, one line wow. where she just, like, nice. pops in and says something. It's really cute. It's really good. Um, like no kid would get that joke. Like they just like, why does Jesse sound different in this scene? But like all the fucking anime nerds are gonna be like, wow, what the fuck? That's cool. But yeah, the they the like Sophocles like helps save everybody. But th- something that I'm getting a little frustrated with. I don't even know if frustrated is the right word. It's just kind of boring. They. Like, they introduced the whole, like, oh, instead of Team Rocket blasting off now, they have Beware, like, grab them and take them home. They don't even, like, let Team Rocket fight back anymore in the show. Because, like, Sophocles, like, released all the Vikavolt, and then, like, they were getting ready to fight back, and then Beware just shows up and takes them home. And it's just like, okay, well, that's, that's, alright, whatever. I guess that's that. So it's not even like he did anything. He, like, cut some rope, and that's it. So then he wins. He wins the race, and then he gets a bug Z. He gets a Z crystal, and then he's like, 
wow, I wish I had a Z ring to use this. And then Hapu shows up and she goes, I heard what happened in the cave where you freed all the Vikavolt. Here's a Z ring. And so now he has a Z ring. And that's it. That was the end of the episode. It's almost done. I guess. It's weird to uh, think about. Yeah, it is. Um, I am excited about the next episode, though, because it looks legit good. I think I talked about it a little while ago. Uh, this next episode is going to be about Lana fishing for a Kyogre. Hell yeah. So Or Kyogre. I don't know how to pronounce it. I just say Kyogre all the time. Kyogre, Who cares? Yeah. No one's going to stop me. Kyogre, is, like, come on the people- show if you want to fight about it. Yeah, Kyogre. The, the <laughs> same, same thing with Rayquaza. Yeah, I just say Rayquaza. Rayquaza. I, I say Rayquaza. It's supposed to be Rayquaza, but I feel oh, like really? Rayquaza. It is supposed to be Rayquaza, but it's it's fucking Rayquaza. I say Rayquaza. Who cares? But yeah, that's that's Pokemon right now. It was boring, and it's just it's it's them like really shoddily trying to set up the other characters having a shot at the Pokemon League. Because they're not gonna. They have, like, two Pokemon. They're gonna lose. Like, don't... Don't try to kid yourself. It's just gonna be Ash, and he's gonna lose because he always has to lose. So they're just all gonna lose. It's... Whatever. That's what happens with these, you know, shonens. I guess. Yeah, that's that. Well, Trixie, you know... I, I, I want to ask you about this because I'm, I'm very curious and I'm going to watch it at some point because I love cute things. Uh, tell me about Rilakkuma and Kaoru. Uh, Rilakkuma and Kaoru is a Netflix show, uh, one that's all released, which means you can actually watch it, unlike other Netflix anime that's currently airing. Uh, but yeah, it's about this woman, Kaoru, and her, uh, not pets... Uh, specifically not pets, bear roommates, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rilakkuma, uh, Korilakuma, and her bird, Hiratori, uh, it's like, it's a stop-motion, uh, clay show, it's gorgeous looking, uh, if, uh, you're into that style, uh, they do it very well here, uh, everything looks really, uh, really uh, nicely done and delicate, like they took their time with the, uh, of course. Uh, it's about, it's like in the, it's Gretzico sort of, in that it deals with work and social, uh, worries and anxiety, but, uh, but instead of being about, uh, Sanrio and death metal, it's, uh, just about an adult woman who's worried about her life forever. Uh, so very Damn, relatable, same. yeah. Uh, it, it has the appearance of a kid's show, and I thought it was gonna be one going in, and they, it sort of has that vibe, but it's, I would say it's, uh, I would say Gretzico was the same sort of thing, seeming like a kid's show and then not actually being one, uh, so yeah, there's not much to say, uh, if you... I guess if you like uh, worrying about uh, work and trying to deal with uh, social anxieties, uh, Rilakkuma and Karu is pretty good. Uh, apparently it was an anniversary special, uh, so 
probably not a sequel, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. It's it's cute. It's thirteen episodes, so there's that's more than the Gretzigo uh so yeah. far has. Even with the special for uh, Gretzigo? I, I, I've never seen the special yet still, but I know that it exists. Uh, it's, yeah, that's, uh, I think that would be a, a Gretzico having 11 episodes. Uh, Damn, all right, hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rila Kuma, cute, beautiful, gorgeous looking. Uh, good to binge watch as well. I pretty much binge watched in a couple sessions. Uh, it works well for that kind of thing. Good. Um, alright, let me think about, so, like I said, watching the weekly stuff, you know, I feel like I, I, I'm still watching most of the things I talked about, for better or worse, friends, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I know we were talking about, I've, I'm still caught, I'm caught up on the Ao-chan anime, like I've seen like all of the episodes and stuff, because we were talking about how that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but like I said, the opening slaps, we were talking about that before the show. Uh, um, well, I, so I have been watching mainly the things that I can, I can talk about is wise man's grandson, which is a weird show about the, the, the kid who Merlin took in or whatever, and then forgot to teach him how to be a normal person. It's weird as fucking show. I don't like it's it's just an isekai or whatever, but it's like the pacing is so strange, and the tone that they go for is really weird because it's trying to frame it as like a comedy about like you know oh this kid's really overpowered or whatever haha yeah and stuff like that and like it's very lighthearted and then like it'll just be like we're going to talk about how it's bad that people take advantage of society in order to do like sexual harassment towards women and it's like what like what is and then just like weird like it has like a weird like edgy j-rock ending but again it's very lighthearted and it's just weird it has a weird tone um hopefully in a good way at least hey for the most part yeah like i really enjoy having the like listen i i'm a sucker for actually seeing like parental figures or from like family and stuff like that actually be nice and like legitimate like mutual love and stuff like that in that situation because you don't really see a lot of that because most anime creators want to get their beef out with their parents which i get yeah. uh so it's nice to see like him be constantly like oh yeah i love my grandpa and my grandma and stuff like that it's cute um <laughs> but it is still an isekai it is kind of funny when he does, like, really overpowered things all the time. Because, like, everyone's like, we're just gonna... Like, there was a bit that I actually really liked from the last episode where it's like, they're all given, like, a magic school uniform or something like that. And he's just immediately like, can I get rid of, like, the buffs that are on this and put, like, my own buffs on it? Because I can do better <laughs> buffs. And he puts, like, better buffs on it. And then he's, like, telling his friend who's being sexually harassed or whatever. He's like, oh, I'll put, like, the buffs on your uniform, too. And the grandmother pulls them all aside and is like... So when he puts the buffs on your th on your school uniform... He's going to be creating one of the most valuable things in the world. Wars would be fought over this. This is something you would find in the national treasury. 
And she, the girl's like, oh, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. No, what am I doing? And it was just like, and he's just like, I don't know. I just write some words. Um, so that, that there's some funny bits like that. Um, but yeah, very just isekai anime. Uh, and then the other anime that's still weird is Senko-san, the fox made anime that's just dragon made with a fox. Um, oh, yeah. The ASMR bits are still extremely funny, where it's just, like, acting like you're the person or whatever. At the end of every episode, they pretend that you're, like, being doted on by her or whatever, and it's first person, and the camera, like, shakes its head and stuff like that. God. It's really fucking funny. Um, but the the actual show proper feels like, and I said this to y'all, it feels like a metaphor for telling men to... I'm going to say this more politely. For men to care more about their partner's feelings. It feels like it's like some sort of psyop for that. Because like every (laughs) single time, like legitimately like she'll do all this nice things. And then like all of a sudden it'll be like, this is so nice. Wait, she's working so hard. I should do something for her too. (laughs) Like every time, like that's what happens every episode. It's extremely funny. It is pure for the most part. Like, in the first couple episodes, it wasn't that pure because it was being, like, weird. The thing I said about, like, rubbing the tail and stuff. But, like, for the most part, it's just been like, yeah, now they're just watching anime together and stuff. It's nice. It's just, it's very low-key. They went grocery shopping and it was cute. She started floating and then he was like, oh, God, no. Because people can see her. Uh Uh-oh. But she, like, put on this cute little, like, big, like, poofy, like, outfit to hide her tail and stuff like that. And it was just, like, really cute. And she had, like, a little hat to cover up her ears. And just, like, cute outfit. It's nice. So far, it hasn't been sexualized like Dragon Maid, you know? So that, I've been appreciating that. Um, I mean, here's hoping. Here's hoping, yeah. You know, there's still eight episodes, nine episodes, I think. Something. Um, But, yeah. Other than that, I've just been... uh, I watched one thing that I'll probably talk about later because it will take some time to talk about, but I I did also re-watch the first few Kara no Kyokai movies with my girlfriend. Uh, It's good shit. That's what I think. I will forever love things that are told out of order. I think that's one of the coolest literary things that you can do. Um... I just really like being like, oh, so that's when this happened. Oh, so that's why this. Oh, uh, except for this time, rewatching the movies made me realize that um, the main antagonist is voiced by Kire. Uh, and I don't like that. I mean, it's a fitting role, I guess. It is, but it really made me go like, does Nasu just like... So Nasu's first work, Kara no Kyokai, he writes about an evil Buddhist monk who is voiced by Kirei in the anime adaptation. And then he makes Fate next after that. And it has an evil Catholic priest who is mm-hmm. has the same voice and everything. It's like, what are you doing? What is your thing? Did someone like tell him after he was like huh, an evil Buddhist? And they were like, hey, guy, don't be mean to Buddha. And he's like, <laughs> wait, well, who am I supposed to be mean for? And they're like, y'all hear about Jesus? And he was like, oh. <laughs> um, I mean, he worked through his uh, historical beefs or religious beefs, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I 
I love Kyrie no Kyoka. I wish the third movie didn't have as much graphic sexual assault as it does, but, you know, apparently movies have to do that. I mean, Game of Thrones does it all the time, I guess, so. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Speaking of... Oh, no, you know what? Let's not do a speaking of that with that. Uh, but, but anyways, John, how do you... Sarah's on my... <laughs> yeah, woof, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to... Kind right. of. Yeah. All right. I'm, um... I'm caught up on Sarah's on my... Um... I don't know. I'm feeling... I don't know if I want to say I'm feeling middle of the road about it because I'm still watching it and I'm still, like, interested in it. But I'm also just kind of like, all right, where are you going with this? I just kind of want to see how it goes. And I know that's, like, probably just me being a little selfish and not being patient. But so far it's getting really, really repetitive. And I know that some people like that, but... It's just like, okay, the episode starts off with them doing something stupid that is like, that involves their desires. And then they fucking, that that desire somehow gets wrapped up in another bad person's desire. And then they end up turning into the Kappas and pull the bad desire out of the guy's asshole. And then they admit their secret. And then that's it. That just happens at every episode so far. And the cops sing a song about being an otter and, uh, you know. About being an otter? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they're otter cops, which I, um, I did have to, in order to show how straight I am, I did have to look up what an otter was in a, in gay context. Um, it is a, it is a, like, quote unquote, like, body type for uh, gay men, um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure. Um, yeah, it's it's basically just like a bear but smaller. That's All right, that makes sense. Yeah, so they are the otter cops, I guess. Um, it's oh yeah, they couldn't have done bears again because of Yurikuma. Yeah, but those are a very different kind of bear. Gary bears are different from uh from uh massive Wait. bears, I guess. Yeah, but there were there were there were male bears. Uh well, then, the, yeah. They Yeah. I wouldn't know, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's it's pretty good. The soundtrack's great. I just I just want to see where this is going cuz it's, you know, I, I so far it hasn't really gone anywhere. The characters haven't really moved anywhere really it's been mo- i th- i think I, I think the way that i would describe it is instead of the characters having like development we're just learning more about them and that's kind of frustrating in a way because i feel like there are ways to do both and if they did that then that would make mean something like for example the in the latest episode it was about I don't remember the character's name, but it was about the glasses kid, and he's like in love with the guy who cross dresses, who is the like who dresses up like the idol girl. Um, he like 
kisses him while he's asleep and shit like that and does some other creepy shit um but the episode is supposed to be about him like basically coming to terms with the fact that he's in love with his well not even really coming to terms with it but like coming to terms with the fact that he needs to like act on his love or he's never or he's just gonna sit on it forever and the episode is like leading up to that and then at the end of the episode it's just like oh you you didn't actually you didn't actually confess to him you were just imagining that you would do it and then it just ends yeah and i'm just like okay like what was that about then what let me tell you john what did anyone learn have you seen utena no right no well let me tell you about utena in utena nothing fucking happens for like 17 episodes Uh and then everything happens well sarah's on my 11 episodes so it's got it's got work to do on that (laughs) that's that's my that's always been my concern with this one is like penguin drum you like is you know it uses all of those episodes and utena also uses all of those episodes it makes me worry with this one being a little shorter and it following the same format like if yeah, they'll be I, able to get it all out. Yeah, I just I just think like this combination of it being so repetitive and also the characters not really like developing is like it's it's this like combo of both of those things. Like I'd be able to deal with one or the other, but the fact that both of them are happening at the same time is making me just be like, "All right, get on with it. Where is this going for fuck's sake?" Like I just it, it's it's a little tiring to watch. Sure. And I guess like with Utena, the thing with Utena is it's at least funny and like goofy stuff is happening and like you know, it's it's cute and stuff like that. So you're enjoying what you're seeing necessarily, but like with this it's sort of the thing where you're you're waiting for it to go somewhere, right? You're waiting for some sort of like deeper explanation or like event yeah and you know i and i'm not really like laughing at like i laughed at some of the stuff in the first episode but now that they've been doing the same thing three episodes in a row like i'm not gonna laugh at the kid getting his asshole sucked on the third time in a row like i mean i didn't even really do that the first time because i was just like yeah this this is a middle school kid this is kind of weird but three episodes later and they're doing the exact same shot and they're showing the exact same thing, and they're singing almost the exact same song. I'm just like, okay, all right, what's happening? I just want to know what you're trying to say, because so far this is getting really, really repetitive, and none of the characters have changed yet, and it's been three episodes. What's up? That's just my problem with it. I'm still going to keep watching it, because it's intrigued me. But... I don't know how positive I'll be at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Trixie, have you been watching it? Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, I felt. I think I felt uh, more positive on it when I first started, but now by episode three, I've been feeling the same, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I love Ikuhara uh, stuff, uh, mainly Utena, but watching some of his other stuff here and there, like, Hopefully, it does something in these 11 episodes, and I'm sure it will, but I kind of want stuff to happen already. Yeah. Yeah. At least, even even if stuff doesn't happen, I at least want the characters to actually grow now that we've had three episodes of what's basically introductions, I guess. But yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I've only seen episode one, and I wasn't too hot on it myself. Um, so I'm ho- I hope maybe by the end of it, I'll maybe I'll just wait until it's all over for me uh, to check it all out and see how it shakes out. But that would probably be the best way to watch it. Now that yeah. I think of it. I, I'm just, I'm really am concerned, like, now that we've brought it up, that, like, it, it might just be too short. Like, because uh, if, <laughs> the way that Ikahara stuff always ends up being is, like, you know, the slow, like, build-up to stuff, and, like, you know, a lot of, like, meandering and talking around and stuff like that. Almost like, I wouldn't say like a monogatari, but sort of, like where they just have, like, unrelated conversations and stuff like that, and then just, like, I don't, I don't know. It, I just, I worry. I hope that that show ends up being good. Yeah, me too. Especially because mm-hmm. it's an Ikuhara show. You know what's really good this season? Mm-hmm. The positive. Vittori Bochi. Hell yeah. yes it is. I love, so we've all it seen is. it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. Like, every week I'm looking forward to the episode. I was watching the first few uh, twice with uh, some of my girlfriends and my roommate. Uh, I really like that show a lot. It has such a positive... Almost be the antithesis of Kill Me Baby, perhaps. It has such a positive vibe, like, where everyone's just so nice to each other. And, like, even when they're, like, being sort of, like, you know, teasy or jeery towards each other, it's still, you can tell that they're being, like, you know, they care about each other. They're nice girls. Mm-hmm. It's good. I don't... What, what do y'all think? What do Because I, I just really like it. I, li- I really like the delinquent girl the most. Yeah, I agree. I like, I like Hitori the most. Uh, <laughs> she's... Even with how exaggerated uh, she is, she's still extremely believable. Uh, it's in a way that doesn't feel condescending or mean or mm-hmm. or demeaning of her situation at all. It's really, it's really nice. Uh, I wish a lot more shows were this kind of positive, at least. Yeah, me too. My my favorite bit so far has been the uh, episode where she invites them over her house. Uh, and like her two friends the next day are like, oh, she's sick, huh? I wonder how she's doing. And one of the girls is like, listen, she's going to text us right now. And she's going to say that act like we've already forgotten her or something. And that we have a new friend and like, they have like play out this whole skit of it or whatever. And then they just get a text. that's like, (laughs) Konnichiwa. (laughs) It's me, Hitori. (laughs) God. I'm in your class. Do you remember me? <laughs> Please don't forget me. <laughs> this is the stuff I like. Yeah, this is the stuff I like. Oh, that was so good. I just really <laughs> liked that. And her serious outfit with the otter Kigurumi. God. It was, oh, like, it was just so cute and charming. And her, like, playing the recorder and running into the bathroom. <laughs> <made me> laugh <laughs> a lot for some reason. And then just hearing the recorder die down. <laughs> uh, and all the characters are really good i like i did y'all see the most recent one yes yeah yeah so that's weird foreigner girl who thinks she's a ninja real yeah. running theme here <laughs> yeah 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 um it was i guess that episode kind of frustrated me a bit but i'm sure i'll get 
uh, more used to it as a well. They're all introduced now, right? I think based on the yeah. opening and ending. I th- so I think there's one more that they're gonna introduce. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, most of them are introduced. Yeah. The ones who ride the gay rainbow at the end of the opening are all introduced. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that episode was probably the weakest I think out of the ones I've seen so far, just because it had a lot of like weird meandering for no reason, which like it's fine for them to take their time with stuff. Like it makes sense, you know, given the whole gimmick of the show and everything, but like there was a lot of like, why is this happening? <laughs> what is, why? Um, yeah, I, I will just say, I, I really love how they wrote the, um, I'm, I'm bad with names today. The like blonde hair girl. Yeah. Um, I really love how they write her because She's definitely, like, the kind of character that you would expect to be, like, you know, sort of like a Sonya or something like that, where she's just, like, ugh, I'll put up with your shit, whatever. But she's so understanding of Hitori's, like, issues, and it really warmed my heart, just, like, it it, it made me feel so good to just see a character that, you know, recognized that Hitori has, like, a... Like, like a mental illness and she's just like instead of putting up with it she understands it and works with it and she's like look you know like you don't have to say that i understand i care about you like don't worry about it like that just warms my heart so much like uh there needs to be more people not just yeah. characters there needs to be more people like that in the world like just understand that people are gonna believe things that aren't necessarily like rational and comfort them about it because you know that's it's not rational but that's what their brain's telling them and you know they need to hear somebody outside of them telling them that it's not rational so they can understand and process it you know what Mm -hmm. this is reminding me i watched something else yes so that is something that i absolutely appreciate because there's too much anime where they all act like absolutely not real people absolutely off the chain just like ridiculous caricatures of like aggression and stuff like that uh that's something i appreciate about nako is her name uh Mm -hmm. she uh she's like a she's supposed to be like um like whatever like delinquent girl or whatever like the teacher's afraid of her (laughs) which is really (laughs) funny um but she's just nice you know she she acts like a normal person uh Mm -hmm. and like she can be rude or whatever but it's not rude in like an outlandish way or like an overly aggressive one it's just like yeah um so i watched this movie called aura i believe it's called um and that was like i had no idea what it was my roommate put it on because she thought that it was like an actual like isekai anime (laughs) or something uh it wasn't it was literally, like, a movie that was Chunabu, but, like, way more not playing off, like, bad things happening as a joke. It was, like, super serious or whatever. Um, and everyone in that movie, it was basically about, like, a bunch of Chunis getting bullied uh, for being Chunis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, 
the way that they were getting bullied was like insane. Like it wasn't just like, like they did like the, you know, the stuff that you would normally see, like they wrote on her desk or something like that. Or like they like would do like, you know, like name calling stuff like that or whatever, laughing at them. That's like normal. They they escalated the bullying to the point where like, they were like breaking their like bones and like in the middle of a classroom and like everyone would be like, Oh yeah, that happened. Whoops. And the teacher's just like, ha ha. Oh, well. And like, (laughs) it was just very, it was insane. Also, all of the bullying was predicated on the concept that, Oh, the Chuni kids are breaking school rules. You know, if we broke school rules, we'd get in trouble. Like, what if we smoked in the hallways? We'd get in trouble or whatever. And, like, but it wasn't just, like, four kids or something. It was, like, literally, like, half of a class were all acting like this. And it was just, like, this is not, I'm not able to take this seriously, you know? I, I will say a little thing that I liked about Kill Me Baby is that in the or another thing that I liked about Kill Me Baby is that in the earlier episodes they pretty specifically have like background characters yeah. like, whispering saying like what's wrong with them are they okay <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why are they acting like this this uh, is that movie was really weird it was like it was just basically Chunabu, like just straight up. It was dead ass just Chunabu, basically. Except like, like even with the main dude being a, a like reformed Chuni, which is always a funny thing to think about. I don't know how you become a reformed Chuni. If anyone knows, help me. <laughs> um, but it was just like, yeah, I don't know. It was really weird. It was a really weird thing to watch, and it's just like. I can't take anything, even if it's trying to be serious, when they, like, write characters to be like that. Because it's, like... Like, why would, like, this whole group of people, like, really just start beating up on these Chunis who are just sitting there doing nothing? Like, I know that, like, bullying is like that. Okay, don't get me wrong. I know that, like, bullying just happens randomly and stuff like that, and it doesn't have to be a reason. But, like, there has to be, like... a element of realism to it or like an actual like yeah it would have made more sense that they were like i just don't like how they look but the whole like oh they're breaking school rules thing was like so like okay sure seems really over the top like bully bullies don't like try to like rationalize their own behavior like ever they just do it it was just felt like really weird in that regard and then they started blackmailing the main dude so he would stop hanging out with them because they found a chuny picture of him. And I was just like, who cares? I don't know. Weird movie. Yeah, fucked up. John. Yes. Tell me about JoJo. I'm all caught up with JoJo. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if... Was it- I mean, it's old as shit, but yeah. I don't know if we I mean, me and Trixie spoilers. have read it, right? Hmm? Trixie, have you read it? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, so we both we both know we know the shit. No, but we have an audience. <sighs> well, yeah, we, we do. Dick to the audience. Fine, be vague. Okay, damn! I can't believe that wild shit happened in that episode. That was <laughs> fuck that off! Wild shit. <laughs> what? Less vague. <laughs> Damn, I can't believe that wild shit happened to that specific <laughs> character. <laughs> Narancia is fucked up. 
it was yeah that that Narancia bit was very hard to watch that was very upsetting um but uh it was extremely funny when they just like grabbed the ladybug out of his hand and were just like what's this oh wow the the, the thing that we've been searching for is right here implanted in the statue <laughs> like <sighs> it was so stupid but very funny yeah, I'm. I I thought it was good. I I think this is basically when part five is gonna start ramping up because we're actually like in the thick of it with Diavolo and Dopio and all that shit. Um, it's 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 getting exciting. It's definitely getting exciting, and I am looking forward to the rest of it, which is, you know, a bit different from how I was feeling, where I was kind of just going through the motions, but now it's just like, oh, all right, we're in it now. I fave, this feels like it's wrapping up. And I'm excited for that. So, yeah, I want to see where this goes. It's, it's like, it feels like it's wrapping up, but I also know that there's still, like, another, like, what, like, almost 20 episodes or something, 11. Right? Like, yeah. Like, oh, 11? Yeah. Oh. It'll probably finish by the end of this, uh, or rather, in, by the end of this season or next season. So, pretty close. Wow. That's, yeah, but it's, that's weird. it still feels like it's wrapping up regardless, so... It feels like it's wrapping up, but then, like, I remember, like, I know that, like, I know that a character from the past appears, and I know that there's, like, all the shit with, like, the golden arrow. Like, it yeah. feels like, it both feels like it's wrapping up, and it also feels like there's still, like, a whole season left. Listen, King Crimson is erasing the time, so you're just getting confused. There I you go. So. Little yeah, JoJo baby. joke. <laughs> Everyone just out a, there. JoJo joke, if you will. JoJo. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's fine. I like it. I'm sure if you're watching JoJo, you like it too, because it's good. Uh, I guess I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Damn. Well, you know what's really good? Yeah. I watched the first three episodes of Katana Gatari. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Have either of you seen it yet? No. I have. Oh, you did you watch all of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. The first trips are really fucking good <laughs> like really really fucking good yeah it's a it's a really good uh it's a really good show i um there have been very few series where i have watched the first episode and been like oh wow this is something special uh and that is one of those shows uh i am like so utterly in love with it so far um it really, you know, people when we were doing Monogatari said, "Yeah, you hear about Katanagatari? It's not problematic or whatever. Like, there's nothing as bad as Monogatari in it." And I was like, "Damn, maybe." And then I watched it. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is literally Monogatari without like any of the bad stuff." Wow. Um, but it is a bit different from that too. Like, I I really appreciate how um, the main dude is like complete idiot man. He's just very stupid, and he hates how much everyone is talking all the time, which is a really good character to have in a Monogatari series. I, yeah, uh, the third episode in particular, where they go to the shrine with where the abused women all go, um, was, like, really, really, really good. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to formulate exactly how I feel, probably because I need to watch all of it, but, like, the art is really pretty. The art style is like really, really good. The presentation is 
The music's really good. All the, like, it just being, like, all talking leading up into a really cool fight at the end is, like, the sickest shit. I love that. And it being, like, that format for each episode is really cool. Um, yeah. It Man. probably it probably looks as good as it does because uh, when Katana Guitari aired, they released an episode a month to yeah. mirror how the books originally came out, which was a volume a month. Yeah, and they each take place in a month or whatever. Every episode yeah. takes place a month Yeah, apart. each episode represents a month. It's really cool shit. I really like the uh like just how every episode ends with like the the story of katana gatari for this night and month ends here or whatever it's like that's so cool god yeah the music kicks ass as well. it kicks ass I, I just like i live for the exact shit which is at the end of episode two when the dude's like i covered my sword in my own blood to make it move at the speed of light and i was like damn that's not how that works but hell sure like yeah, there's, uh, there's certain songs that they play uh, every episode in key moments that just gets your blood pumping. It's the hypest so thing. That's so good. I mean, he, uh, the main character uh, is actually the earliest uh, One Punch Man, if you think about it. He kind of is, yeah. <laughs> I... I, 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 I think like I was sold instantly from the second I started up the show just by it being like the thing is like this is the whatever the the style that i can't remember the name of exactly like this style is the greatest sword style in japan it doesn't use a sword <laughs> like okay yeah the best sword style it's even cooler than that because it uses a sword but your body is the sword your body is the sword yeah and i oh, I really like the bit, the bit, I think he said in, like, episode three or something, where it goes, like, the reason that we're, we developed this technique where you don't have to use a sword and your body is a sword is because we can't use swords. Like, we're too stupid good. to use swords. I mean, swords can use swords. Yeah. It's, oh, but yeah, that series is, like, mwah. I'm pacing myself with it because I love it so much. Also helps that every episode is double length as well. Yeah, yeah. They are very long. Like 50-something minutes long or something. Uh, I, yeah, I, I love it. It's really great. I'm going to be sad when it's over. I'm only a fourth of the way through, though, so... Still got some time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah. Damn, it's really good. It's really good. I was thinking about it now. Oh, maybe I'll watch one tonight. I don't know. Treat yourself. Uh, yeah, treat myself. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, so Trixie, uh, you th- to get away from anime because we we've talked about every anime by now. I think we yeah. we've covered all the anime that has ever existed. Pretty much. Um, to go to the world of manga, what have you been reading? Uh, I've been reading. Uh, Shimeji Simulation, which is the new manga from TK Miz, who did Girls Last Tour. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, it's about these two girls, uh, Majime and Sh- uh, Shijima, who, uh, the main concept so far, because there's only four chapters out, but, uh, 
they're uh, pretending to date each other, except only one of them hmm. actually likes the other one. It's uh, also uh, Shijima has mushrooms growing out of her head, and Majime uh, has a sunny eggs, uh, an egg sunny side up on her head. It's never explained. Uh, there's just food on their head for no reason. Wait, you don't have food on your head? Oh, I do, but I know most people don't. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for being considerate. You know what? I really appreciate that. Yeah, no prob. Uh, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, the the paneling and art's uh, cool and uh, creative like TK Miz usually does. Uh, it's also... It's also gained into its philosophy, much like Girls' Last Tour. Uh, it's somehow already more depressing uh, at, at the beginning of uh, this than Girls' Last Tour was for a lot of it. Uh, I, Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, I hope TK Miz is alright. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what? <laughs> like, back to back, these two? I don't know. Yeah, that's a little worrying, huh? Yeah, uh... Um, people in Shimeji Simulation frequently ask what the point of stuff is. Uh, so you know it's gonna be good. Hell yeah. DK Miz, if you hear this, uh, come on the show. We're here for you. You can hang out. It's okay. We all love girls' last tour. We do. We think it's amazing. We won't fangirl uh, when doing the episode with you. Mm-hmm. We'll try to, at least. <laughs> We'll take you out for some coffee or something. We care about you, okay? Yeah. Uh, you matter. Hell yeah. <laughs> this episode dedicated to TK Miz. <laughs> In my heart, every uh, podcast recording I do is dedicated to TK Miz. Oh. <laughs> Gotta look out for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the cast is... Uh, there's not a lot of cast members. Uh, Shim... Uh, Shijima has an older sister who dropped out of college to do uh, science work. That's not explained. <laughs> yeah, you know, people are always dropping out of school to do science work. Yeah. Uh, there is a teacher, Mogawa, who uh, who is pretty depressed and advisor of the whole digging club. Uh, drinks alcohol right outside the school grounds. Damn uh, right. Uh, Chido and you have brief cameos as uh, grocer cashiers. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But I'm thinking about now that one that one off, that one shot that they did where they're in college. Oh my god. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's... God, I wish that were real. Me too. Maybe it is in this universe. Oh. No, that would be... God... Now that would be something. Don, <laughs> uh, you ever see that? It's good. I did see it. It is very good. Good. Okay, good. It's very good. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's only There's only four chapters out. Uh, it's already made me want this to be uh, localized officially as soon as possible, just because it's, it's, it's basically TK is continuing to do what they do best. In every sense, you. Uh, That's good to I, hear. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not much to say. It's it's good. I, 
I, you know, I was thinking, I, I've been trying to keep up on Magus Bride. And by that, I mean, I always refresh every day on the manga page <laughs> to see if a new chapter has come out. Um, but uh, Magus Bride's been pretty good too recently they've they've actually they've gone back to their school stuff and they're actually like having the ca- the school characters like exist hell yeah uh, which is kind of cool they had they introduced like a character who i think supposed to be like autistic coded who's like a gorgon and uh, he's cool i hope it's uh it is treated well don't okay. worry it is treated very well uh where they're just like ah, oh, it's tough yeah. And then they're like, well, it's fine. You're cool. Uh, that's good to hear. Yeah. I trust this author with my life at this point. <laughs> like, there have been many opportunities where I'm like, oh, boy, this is where it gets bad. <laughs> this is where it's going to break apart. Like, there's been, like, the the series has dealt with a lot of serious things up to this point where it's like, you know, like, abuse and dependency and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, no, it's going to be bad now. And it's always handled very well very slowly and carefully and always with compassion but yeah i, I love magus bright still it's great i just want it to be faster than a month <laughs> i also want them not to tease me with the little trailer that they did where they're like look we're we animated the school arc preview and i was like oh cool and they're like this is just for the manga that we're not doing another season and i'm like it's technically a new animation yeah i just i would love so like the original season see the first series uh went past the manga at one point and i kind of just want the manga to go a little further and then they can start doing the second season and then they can like go fast into manga The manga's, like, laid out differently from the show, so you at least get, like, a different experience out of it. And all the art is really good, so... Yeah, it's, it's good like, to have a fresh reading experience. Yeah, you don't... It's not, like, the anime's not stealing the thunder or anything. Uh, they're both very good. Uh, well, I think that just about does it. So, I think it's time for questions. Okay. Uh, John. If you want to send in questions... It's videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Um, and you can also uh, tweet at the uh, the Twitter. Uh, at, at the tw- When we post a tweet to ask for questions, you can tweet at that tweet if you want. We'll see it. You can do that. We'll see it. Uh, let's see here. Um, Anonymous says, uh, There's an anime called Star of the Giants from the 60s that basically started the sports anime genre and is one of the most important and influential shows from that era, but it has never been subtitled, either officially or by fans. What's something you really want to watch but is not available in any way? Hmm. Hmm. This is a good question. I had something. Like, oh... Here's here's a good one. CCC? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking Fate Extra Game? With Vivi? Like, there's one route that has been translated as a Let's Play on YouTube, but there's like ten routes in the game. Hmm. Yeah, if you count games, that opens up things. Oh, I yeah. Think of I, any, I can't really think of any anime or anything like that, but when we're talking about games... 
I, look, I know, I know I should be talking about this on the fucking Chooch podcast, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> Who wants to team up with me to do a translation of Sega Gaga? What's Sega Gaga? So, when the Dreamcast was failing. <laughs> a great start. <laughs> yeah, and Sega knew that they were going down the shitter. They made a game called Sega Gaga that was basically just making fun of themselves and about how poorly the Dreamcast was selling. Nice. Hey, alright. Yeah. And uh, it's this really extremely weird RPG uh, where you just play as a dude in a really sweet Sega uh, jacket that I still want to this day. Um, if if anyone out there does uh, like jacket commissions, I guess get at me. Because um, I want that jacket really bad. Um, but, uh, it's just, like, this really weird, like, Sega send-off, where it was just Sega, like, knowing that they were gonna die, but not, like, fully ready to admit it, just being like, well, so long, everybody, and making this weird parody game at, at the expense of themselves, and also at the expense of some of the, some of the other folks in the, in the gaming industry, like you know that you know that picture of the like guy at Sega like with his head in his hands and there's like Dreamcasts behind him. Yeah, yeah. That's from Sega Gaga. <laughs> Perfect. Maybe we can figure something out. Let's 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 all talk. If if you know how to do translation coding, let's figure something out, folks. I guess my example uh, isn't quite the same as something that hasn't been subbed, but uh, Satoshi Khan was working on a movie before he died called oh, The Dream yeah. Machine, and I, and I wish that had been, uh, been finished because the way he described it was uh, incredibly. It it made it sound very enticing, and uh, unfortunately, we wouldn't be able to get it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely stuff that, like, just doesn't exist, really, would also be interesting. You know, like, not just stuff that's, like, stuck because of translation. Like, things that were canceled or things that, you know, didn't didn't come out because of someone's death. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Mega Man Legends 3, come on. One day, one day he'll come off the moon and we'll all be happy. I wish it was easier to get a hold of the Grin Lagon parallel works because I love them. Mm-hmm. You ever see any of those? No. They're no. all just, like they're all just like the artists going fucking buck wild with some like fucking like mission statement of some sort. Like, what if Grin Lagan was in feudal Japan? And then they just do a five minute music video for it. That sounds good. And there's like t- thirteen of them, I think. They're really good. Damn. There's one if you've ever seen like the gifts of like Yoko where she's like dancing and stuff. Like that's where it's from. There's one where it's just a music video for Yoko. Hmm. That one's good. It's like you are my star. It's great. So there's not like an easy way to watch those. They're not on like an like official release. There's no official release. They were included in like the Blu-ray of the Japanese release. And, like, none of them are subtitled, and some of them have dialogue. Um, Unfortunate. You can find a couple of them on YouTube, but not all of them. Mm. You can just find, like, the, the feudal one I was talking about. 
Um, I think the band one where they're all in like a rock band and then the Yoko one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are all really good. Um, Anonymous says, uh, this is an opinion here, uh, I think one of the most surprising things about Saran Zanmai is how easy it is to watch. Following along in the footsteps of Utena and Penguin Drum, the repetition present in the show makes it feel very familiar, even while introducing themes I expect anime to handle terribly. Um, you know, I mean, I disagree, but that's, you know, that's fine. That's fine for you to feel. Um, uh, just you know, if you, I guess if you're more interested in the themes and the characters, I guess that would probably entice you a lot more. Yeah, at least so far, it hasn't uh, handled its themes bad. I would say. I feel like at times it's been a little wonky with it, in a sense that like, I'm still like, I still think it's really weird that like the second episode was like this weird thing about the, I guess main dude like trying to help his little brother yeah being like my little brother wants a cat i'm gonna steal this cat off somebody's porch yeah i'm just like what huh some people only know how to steal i guess so be nicer everybody come on come now be nicer uh sensory punk asks who's your favorite voice actor Mm. i got two uh, the two I will always stand by. Miyuki Sawashiro, fucking butch legend, right over there. Uh, second one is Takahiro Koyasu, who is Dio. Yeah, that's good. He's in so many things, and his voice is so recognizable every single time. He was that demon in the most recent episode of uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba with the arms. Uh, he's the clown from ReZero. He's Ozymandias in Fate. And it's so obvious every time it's him because he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. it's so good. I, this is where I'm going to completely show my ass here. Um, I don't really pay attention to voice actors in anime. <laughs> wow. Well, name like a character you like. A lot, and I can probably tell you. I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to say. Like it's, it's not really something I pay that much attention wow. to. I guess it's kind. Of I pay a say. lot of attention to it because, like, I, I, well, it's more like I watch so many series that, like, eventually, it's like, oh wait, is that, is that that guy from that? And like, you know, like uh, Leorio from Hunter Hunter, I can recognize him anywhere. I can recognize his voice actor. Anyway, he was like this one side character who appears in one episode in Log Horizon. And I was like, damn, it's Leorio. And I look at him, I'm right. And I'm like, I can do it in, in a second. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I like the specific way that they sound. Uh, I mean, I'm also just like bad at that kind of shit. Sure. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm just bad at like recognizing voices too. Like fucking, you, you, you remember how many times fucking Mamoru Miyano would show up in something and it would take me like oh, ten sure. episodes to find out it was yeah. him. Like, and I'm just like, oh shit. Like everyone knows that guy. I don't. Well, there you go. There's someone you can say you like. There, Mamoru. sure. Yeah, he's I'll great. say that. Yeah, Speaking of which, did you know he's in Saren Mansan? Le. Did you know that he's in Sarah Munson? <laughs> I could tell in the first episode. Sarah's on my. Sarah's on my. There we go. It's okay. See? 
I don't know. I don't know who it is. You could tell me any of those characters, and I'd be like, yeah, sure, because I don't fucking know who it it's is. It's the main character, the main lead boy. No. Really? He's. <laughs> oh, you just said I could tell you what anyone, and you'd believe me. <laughs> no, he's exactly. one of the gay cops. Yeah. Okay, sure. Okay. That's not a joke. He's, yeah. <laughs> Wait for you to say I was kidding, because I don't Just know. Kidding. <laughs> he was a Geary. Oh shit! <laughs> Imagine dub, saying dub Ninja's voice. got a poop poop. Dub voice. <laughs> he did the dub voice. God. Oh, uh, boy. I I really like uh, Kanahan Nazawa, and I know that's like an easy answer since she's in pretty much everything, but she's really good at what she does. Uh, I also like uh, Hiroshi Kamiya, who's uh, Koyomi Araragi. Oh, sure. He he does a lot of uh, really good shit. He's in Carol and Tuesday, as I guess. And one of the main characters who seems antagonistic, and he's great in that. Uh, good as uh, rat bastard boy Shinji Mato and Fate. God, Day yeah. Night. Uh, God. Yeah. He's also Isaya Horihara and Durara. Damn, typecast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like dirtbag boys. Yeah, like... He, he's I, good at the dirtbag boy thing. Okay. Yeah, like, do you know who Miyuki Sawashiro is, John? The name's familiar. She's Kanbaru. Okay. She's like every butch girl in every anime that has ever come out <laughs> since like 2006. She's also Toko Fukawa. Yeah. Okay. She's like so many people. She's Celti and Durarara. Mm-hmm. She's fucking like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Marisa and Toho. I'll uh I'll try to pay more attention. I'll see uh maybe I'll try to track voice a- voices that I enjoy. It's just, you know. I just have a bad ear for it. I really do. I feel like I'd be a lot more appreciative if I just was able to recognize similar voices better. I don't know. I know what you would recognize her in, John. What? She was Fujiko Mine recently oh, in the most well. recent loop and stuff. Yeah, she did a good job in that. Yeah, she's good as hell. Yeah. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, Alright, this, I'm I'm not sure if this person uh, necessarily listens to the podcast, because the first part of their question is, is there anything worth watching this season? And, I mean, you know, we, we talk about what's good, so, you know, it's that. Uh, and this is from Gremlin Warren, I guess, just to say. Uh, but the the second part of the question, I guess, I guess this this is something that we could probably you know answer answer. Um, do you consider yourselves followers of the seasonal anime release cycles? I am. That's for sure. <laughs> you kind of have to be just based on where you live now. Yeah. I mean, like now that, like n- now that I'm doing this podcast, yes. Um, I was a little bit even before that. Like, I definitely remember, you know, whenever a new anime season would come around, I would, you know, if I was ta- hanging out in, like, a Discord call or just, you know, hanging out or whatever, I'd be like, oh, what's, let's check out the next season. And then you'd be like, this looks like shit, this looks like shit, this looks good, this looks okay. You know, like, I'd go through that. And, you know, maybe I'd pick, like, one or two shows to watch. 
But usually I wouldn't, like, you know, rush to it. I'd usually be like, oh, I want to watch something old or maybe just watch something that, I, that I'm that i interested in. Um, but now I kind of have to be. We all kind of yeah. have to be. Uh, doing the podcast has helped me do seasonal watching stuff more. Although, you should be selective of what you watch each of what you watch each season because uh last season uh i thought watching shield hero would be a good idea since it's a seasonal show but mm, no the season never ends yeah it's two seasons long uh it's gotta be selective what you watch hey you've been keeping up on that yeah i have thoughts on it uh i i really want to just let loose uh when the show's over all right yeah. Well, hey, all right. Yeah, we'll keep that, you know. Sorry, everyone. You That's know. something to look forward to, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last question here. Again, if you want to send in a question, it's videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Skull Spectre asks, I've recently watched all of the original Mobile Suit Gundam. And toward Damn. the latter half. Yeah, that's, that's an nice. undertaking there. And toward the latter half, it pulls the psychedelic imagery dump that's supposed to, capital letters, mean something slash be symbolic as it's exploring new types as a concept. You've seen it in anime before, the quote-unquote 2001 A Space Odyssey mind trip that prevents your brain from deducing what the hell is going on. Given the age of Gundam, I wonder if it started this trend in anime, since a lot of shows have this in their third act. Are there any other older examples? I mean, mobile suits like eighty, right? Yeah, that's from the eighties. Yeah. It's kind of hard to say, you know. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, like, I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, I feel like it's just sort of a thing that is very popular to do in Japanese, like works. I like it's just something that like really catches on a lot more over there as opposed to here. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, look at how successful, like, as an example, Twin Peaks wasn't a really big thing over here for a while. But in Japan, like, they went fucking nuts. Like, and you could see, like, you know, Persona is basically inspired by Twin Peaks. Like, there's Deadly Premonition, stuff like that. Like, a lot of surrealist stuff all started following Twin Peaks. It's like Twin Peaks is selling gangbusters over there. Like, they really like surrealist works a lot more uh or sorry i guess i should say surrealist works are more widely accepted yeah um i guess uh lane's not old but well it's 20 years old so i guess it's old (laughs) in that sense but uh i would say that's a good example of that yeah exactly yeah but i i feel like it's probably just like I bet there are older examples, but I bet they're not, probably not anime. They're probably, like, books and, like, stuff like that. Live action films. Yeah, live action films. There's a lot of samurai movies that are, you know, will have, like, a dream sequence or something, like a nightmare or something like that. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, man... No, semi really. I've never seen any Gundam except for Gundam Seed, I think. Whatever one has the little chibi one. Uh, I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, you know. I, I've only seen War in the Pocket, I think, in total. But I might have watched, like, episodes here and there of some other stuff. 
I guess I, I saw whatever was on uh, Cartoon Network or Toonami occasionally. Yeah. I've just know. never been able to resonate with it, really, for some reason. Yeah. It, it seems good. It seems really good. I get it. I get the appeal 1,000%. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I'm a girl in Lagan's type of girl, you know? Oh. Yeah. I like when they don't think about anything. <laughs> they just do the punches. They just do the punches, and then out of the punch comes a smaller punch, and then out of the smaller punch comes a smaller punch, and then a smaller punch. Comes a big punch, because that's yeah. just the kind of show it is. It's the biggest punch is the one inside. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's Joker <laughs> Lagan cutting commentary. <sighs> All right, is that it, John? That's it for questions. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Um, Kill Me Baby was great. So, you know, next anime we do for the month, because we pick one every month. Mm-hmm. It's that time again. This time around, it's Trixie's turn. Trixie, what did you pick? Uh, I picked uh, Kyo... Ugh, I couldn't even pronounce it before the show, too. <laughs> Kyoso Giga. Uh, it's, it's a tongue a, twister. Yeah. It's a 10-episode uh, show by Toei Animation. Uh, there's an ONA version as well, but uh, this is specifically the TV version, which is on uh, Crunchyroll. All right. Good. I'm, I'm glad we don't have to go through YouTube dubs this time around. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No promises on next time, though. Uh, mm. Hopefully, then... Crunchyroll doesn't take down this show too. Like, that <laughs> yeah, you know, like people. <laughs> May first rolls around, and they're just like, "Bye." Ugh. Uh, I wouldn't honestly be surprised at this point. I was actually pleasantly surprised on a related note that Crunchyroll got a bunch of like new shows like the second week of. Uh, of the anime season. Like, there were tons of stuff that me and my roommate were watching on the Funimation app, which is not a very good app. Yeah. And then Crunchyroll got it, and I was like, oh, thank God. Um, but yeah, uh, so we'll be watching Kisukiga, uh, Crunchyroll, good. Uh, you have a whole month to do it, and it's only 10 episodes this time, so, you know, take it easy. Hell yeah. Yeah, this this be a nice, easy month before, uh, well, no, we have one more month before we watch Ava, so yeah. Ro- Rose Rose has a choice, and then and then we're gonna go go crazy. <laughs> ah, right, Rose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um. So that does it this time. Got your homework. Mm-hmm. We got a bunch of anime talk. It was good. Yeah. Um. If you want to get episodes of this show one week early. Go to patreon.com slash VGCC, pledge just a dollar, and you'll get this. Pledge three dollars, you also get our tabletop podcast, The Route. Uh, that's always fun. We're doing another session pretty soon, and there should be a- another episode coming out pretty soon, right, John? I think. Yeah, I mean, we we have up through episode four available right now. Um, I uh, I know that We'll, 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 you know, I don't want to date this episode too bad, but, 
you know, I, I know that we're having some weird issues with our podcast host uh, for the free. Yeah, right we now. are. Um, but you know, I don't worry about it. You, even even if you're only listening to the free version, um, you absolutely will be able to listen to it for free uh, once the day rolls around. It'll just be on the Patreon, so don't worry too much. Just if you if you you might have to just like sit on the page and listen to it, but you know, there you go. Yeah. Do that. Um, and of course, as always, send your opinions on any anime, any anime, questions about any anime. Just send them in to tumblr.com slash video game choo choo. Uh, you can also just like tweet it at us. We'll probably see it. Uh, we love hearing opinions. We love to d- bounce off of it, as it were. You know, have a nice back and forth. Although I guess it's sort of you putting it out there, and then we go back on it, and then you can't really do anything about it. But uh, Rose, it, it it is um it is uh, video game choo choo uh, tumblr dot com. Not oh my uh, gosh, yeah. I did the Patreon thing. Okay, sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, you're no, right. It's tumblr dot com. Yeah, I almost did it again. Video game choo choo dot tumblr dot com slash ask. Correct. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Dang. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. That's everything now. That's all of the things. Uh, yes. I hope everyone has a nice, safe week and stay safe out there with this anime season because, you know, it's a little rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just watch yeah. Tori Bochi and that's it. <laughs> Just watch yeah. the Tori Bochi. It's a great time. You'll be good from everything else. <laughs> be safe. Well, thank you two for being here and thank you all for listening.